there! Welcome to episode 117 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. When the Super NES launched, its Mode 7 scaling and rotation effects were the talk of the town, and there was no better showcase for them than this flight school simulator. Strap on your rocket belt, because tonight we listen to the music of Pilot Wings for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, good evening, Matt. How you doing? I'm I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I am good. I am dry. My it's that time of year where all the skin in my hand starts to dry out, and uh, I really should have some lotion down here with me, but I don't. So I will suffer through the cracks in my fingers to bring you delightful music. I almost feel like that might have been too much information. Well. Trust me, it's not enough information. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it is and that we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hydrate more, damn it. It's well, only that... my right hand. Now, I know what you're thinking. Okay, come on, Chris. <laughs> I tried. I tried very hard not to do You said there should be lotion down here. And I said, don't do it, Matt. It's low-hanging fruit. Don't do it. But no, it's only my right hand, he says from doing dishes i swear mm-hmm. so uh it was your pick uh we're talking about pilot wings one of my favorites uh let's get to work huh matt yes Hit us with some history <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> don't mind if i do Pilot Wings was released on the Super Famicom in December of 1990, and then as a launch title for the U.S. launch of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System on August 13, 1991. Designed as a technical showcase for what Nintendo's new 16-bit hardware was capable of, Pilot Wings placed players in a flight school where they'd learn how to fly a light plane, handle a hang glider, go skydiving, and zoom around on a rocket belt. Among the game's most memorable elements is its use of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System's Mode 7 effects. This is what let the system perform advanced scaling and rotation effects. Basically, the levels themselves are just really big sprites that are laid down flat and scaled to look like they're covering terrain. The same effect was used to make racing games like F-Zero and Super Mario Kart look the way they do. Pilot Wings never quite made it to becoming one of Nintendo's top-tier franchises, but it received critical and commercial acclaim in its days and earned two follow-ups in Pilot Wings 64 for the Nintendo 64 and Pilot Wings Resorts for the Nintendo 3DS. Another one of Pilot Wings' most memorable elements was its excellent and rather unique soundtrack, which was composed by the incomparable Soyo Oka. With Pilot Wings being a considerably less violent video game than even the likes of Super Mario World, at least for the most part, the soundtrack reflected that by creating a much more soothing sound than a lot of than what a lot of people were used to hearing in a video game. Of course, just because there isn't much in the way of violence, that doesn't mean the game is lacking in action. So this game's music is a bit more lively than Oka's previous work on SimCity for the Super NES, but it definitely elicits the feeling of flying freely through the sky quite well. Soya Oka herself is a very accomplished composer. We've brought her up many times on the show before. She's uh, created many great soundtracks like Ice Hockey for NES, Wario's Woods for NES, and the original Super Mario Kart for Super NES and more. Matt, Yes, this was your pick. Why was it your pick? And what is your history with this game? Um, oh, why was it my pick? Like many of my picks for the show, uh, I look at your list and I say, oh, I remember that game. All right, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> um, but uh, joking aside, 
I actually really, really enjoyed Pilot Wings a lot. Um, my, I had a friend who uh, got the Super Nintendo, uh, you know, before most of us did, and um, Pilot Wings was one of the first games he had. And I remember playing it for the first time, and, or rather, watching my friend play it for the first time, and thinking like, "This is kind of stupid." <laughs> and then when I started playing, I was like, "This is kind of awesome." And anxiety rid, you know, inducing. Um, but like as I got to play it more and more, I really got to like really enjoy it. And it was probably one of the first times mm, that I could think of, you know, but with a game like SimCity 2. But it's probably one of the first times I played a video game that wasn't air quotes violent. You know, to that point, you had all kinds of things like, you know, Ninja Gaiden and. Uh, yeah, everything was. Yeah, everything was about much. fighting something else, unless you were correct. You know, playing Microsoft Flight Simulator on PC or something. For the most part, it was a console game, unless it was Tetris. It was or a puzzle game. It was usually right. about attacking something else. That's just that's just the way of video games since you know the old days. But uh... <laughs> right, exactly. And so I, I think I think um, it, just as a whole, the game itself was, for lack of a better term, like refreshing. It was interesting. I mean, of course, you know, I still wanted, you know, what was out at the time, like, geez, you know, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and all those games. You still want to play those, but every now and again, you kind of just want to get in a hang glider and, you know, fly through some hoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you know, uh, it brings me to modern day. I think of games like um, the Batman series for, you know, the current gen consoles. And there's elements of this kind of stuff in there where... You know, Batman uses his gliding abilities to glide through a bunch of hoops and, you know, get a Riddler trophy or, you know, get a whatever, an achievement or something for it. So it's like, it's like, oh, I'm familiar with this mechanic because I played Pilot Wings so much. <laughs> yeah, I, um, let's see, uh, my history with this one is, uh, I think I played it for the first time at my cousin's house. My cousin's got a Super Nintendo before I did or around the same time as I did and I remember going to their house and playing some of the other like super early games like we had Super Mario World and F-Zero and Mm. then at my cousin's house I played UN Squadron and I played this game and uh, this one was it was not like anything I had ever played before because I played flight games before like like yeah. things like top gun or or you know side scrolling stuff like uh, or stinger you know those kinds of games uh but i had never done anything that was just pure skill flight school like land on this target kind of a thing and later in the game there are those helicopter segments where you do have to drop bombs on guns that are trying to shoot you down which is a really weird tone shift for this game but uh for the most part, I was I was really blown away by it. the The mode seven effect, I think, was and is extremely effective in this. Um, yeah, I think the for the first thing I did was skydiving because I've always been fascinated by skydiving, and it was the uh, it was the music. Obviously, was a big part of it because just from the get go, uh, the menu music and everything in this is really really pleasant. I just love the sound of it, but the sound design for when you you do the skydiving stage and you're going up you hear the sound of the helicopter that's bringing you up and just the wind sound effect that's happening when you when you drop you know uh, off the the ladder and you hear the wind blowing by your character as you're falling towards the earth it's uh, it's it's really really captivating and i i love it 
Have you? Uh, side note: Have you ever been skydiving? I have not. I've always wanted to be, uh, but then by the time I kind of like got my life together enough to do it, I was like, you know what? I have really bad luck, and I have too much to lose, so <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and not do this. Uh, yeah, that's you're, you're not you're not too far off. Um, I went uh, with my now wife and my best friend and his now wife when you know we we're all just dating and it was like this mm-hmm. is fun and we all did it and then uh you know he got married first and he had a child and i was like yo you, you want to go back and he's like nope i'm like really Are you afraid and he's like no I, I have a daughter now i was like okay yeah there's just it, no thrill worth that risk to me no not anymore i mean it's i to tell you it's it's something else it's it's obviously unlike anything you've ever experienced unless you've fallen out of an airplane (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely something i've always wanted to do but maybe someday maybe when i'm like 80 or something who knows you know uh i don't i don't want to derail the show but when we were there and waiting for like our dvds and stuff because uh most of us got filmed on the way down Mm -hmm. there was a, a young asian man who was there and he was waiting and he was watching this guy and we're like uh are you you with someone he's like he's like yeah my friend, he, he jumps on his birthday every year. And we're like, oh, because you have to rack up a lot of jumps tandem before you're able to jump by yourself. So he was jumping by himself. And we were like, oh, for his, that's cool. He's like, yeah, he's been doing this every year, you know. So we're waiting and waiting. And eventually the guy comes down. Turns out the guy was turning 71 that day. And he <laughs> jumped by himself. And so, you know, you may be facetious by saying, oh, maybe at 80. But, you know, it's totally possible, man. That's fantastic. I'll yeah. have to make sure I stay in shape, so. You know, round is a shape. <laughs> I'm pulling that one off real well right now. Hey, you and me both were like two peas in a pod. <laughs> Balls in a sack, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's let's get yes. ourselves started before this gets any weirder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys heard the uh, the title screen sequence uh, over the opening, which is an incredibly short number and probably my least favorite song in the whole game. So I'm glad that's so out you're of the welcome. Way. Uh, so let's get ourselves started with Flight Club. This is the music that plays during the uh, basically the I guess the menu sequence. Not it's not even really a menu sequence. It's just when you're talking to the the flight instructor instructors and everything, and just when you're getting to the point where you're gonna choose choose your aircraft, and it is. It's it's freaking menu music, man, and it may <laughs> seem like almost like elevator music, but I don't know. I find that it relentlessly pleasant. Uh, so it's a nice short track. Let's get started. <laughs> Here is Flight Club from Pilot Wings. Enjoy. to it so what'd you think of that one <laughs> i'm gonna steal your uh your catchphrase that's a ding dang delight right it's it's just a, a delightful little tune it's very it's really calming and it does mm-hmm. a, a very good job i know we, we, we say this a lot uh when it works like this and it is one of those tracks that does a really excellent job of getting you in the mindset for the kind of game you're about to embark on and honestly 
menu music like this is something that Soya Oka really uh, succeeds at. Like, I, I'm thinking of like the menu music from Ice Hockey on NES, uh, menu music from SimCity, menu music from Mario Kart. Like, yeah. Yeah. it just has this very particular menu-ish feel to it. I don't really know how else to describe it, but it's very, it's very calming. It's very uh, delightful, and I love it. Yeah, and not in a derogatory way either, because it could be, you know, misconstrued what we're saying. But um, yeah, I, my, I think, oh man, it's such a simple thing, and I want to say like sixty different things about it. That's <laughs> why I have these like, it's like the Lincoln Tunnel with a thousand people trying to get through it at once. Um, the bass line, the bass mm-hmm. sound. Oh yes, just I'd love it. It's like just so like. Man, I don't even know. It's all of the instrument choices in this soundtrack yeah. are great. Yeah, yeah. I, I really love the way this game, not just the compositions, but the sounds. All the sound design in this game is just great. Yeah, orchestration choice and choice and synthesizers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> heckin' good, real heckin' good. <laughs> well, let's get to our the second menu. Yes. This is um. So this is when you. That flight club plays when they're starting you off, like, here, this is what you're going to do. This is what the course looks like. This is what's up. Let us know what your aircraft is. So you, this is when you switch to the second menu where you choose your aircraft, and then they go over what the controls are and before you actually begin whatever course you're on. This is a... I, I love this as a follow-up piece to that last one because this is, this is such an optimistic, get-excited-to-go-do-this-thing <laughs> music. I love it. So here is Choose Aircraft. Enjoy. short one but you you know what i mean it gives the, it just has that feel of like you're you're getting ready to do this thing like this is this isn't someone sending you out on like a mission to go blow something up like you're gonna go take a test and these flight instructors are they're they're encouraging you and well three of them are big al just wants you to fail but uh <laughs> F that guy screw that guy with his stupid glasses uh the other three lance shirley and uh Tony are all, they're all winners in my book. I like them all, but uh, I love this, I love this tune. It's really just exciting, and again, somehow, the the whole soundtrack is very soothing to me, even the stuff Mm -hmm. like this is sort of more energetic, but uh, it definitely has a nostalgic feeling to me, because this was one of those games, I'd go to my cousin's house, and they were really into sports, Mm -hmm. and um, I've never really been into sports. They'd be like, alright, we're all going outside to play baseball. I'm like, cool, I'm gonna play all your video games. It (laughs) just reminds me of those nice, like, gorgeous summer days where everyone's outside playing baseball and I'm inside playing Super Nintendo messing with these games that are just blowing my mind. Fake hang gliding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, this piece reminds me of something else and I can't put my finger on it. Um, and I think it's those horns. That particular sound uh, shows up in other soundtracks, and it's it's like right on the outer reaches of my thought. Like I can't find it, but um, regardless, yeah. Like this is having having gone skydiving. There is a I can kind of feel the progression 
when I like, okay, you're going to sign these papers that say if something happens, we're not liable. And you're like, hmm, okay. And then, <laughs> you know, go pick your jumpsuit. And you're like, uh, okay. And now it's like, okay, now put this harness on. You're like, um, and then here's your instructor. And it's like, oh, this just got real. And then, you know, the plane taxis around. You're like, um, oh boy. <laughs> you know, so. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I actually do really. I, I understand that. It's like the musical progression of just, uh, you know, when you're and and the flight club music, you, you're you're confronted with the idea of doing this thing, and then right. all of a sudden it's starting to get more real. Like, yep. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in a plane and I'm gonna strap a hang glider to myself and fly. This is mm-hmm. nuts. <laughs> so I'm gonna the plane I'm getting in. I'm not gonna land with it. <laughs> I will be leaving before it hits the ground. That There's is... a <laughs> There's a part of me just as a human who like like symmetry and stuff i can't now say that every plane i've been on i've landed with it and that bothers me (laughs) so i somehow have to figure out how to fall out of the sky into an airplane and then land on them (laughs) that might be the most ridiculous thing i think i've ever said on this show at least um so everyone listening you're welcome (laughs) i wish you the best of luck in your mission All right, so the next couple of tracks are all going to be the main kinds of stage. Like we said, there are four different kinds of vehicles that you can pilot. Um, and the first one we'll be listening to is Light Plane. This is probably the most well-known song from Pilot Wings, uh, mostly because it's been remixed a couple of times in Smash Brothers, uh, which I would, which is a considerably more popular game than Pilot Wings has ever been. Um uh, but there is a. I love the pilot wing stage in Smash Brothers. It's so great because it's all like, it looks all fancy and new and like flies over uh, the stuff. I think it flies over the Woohoo Island from Pilot Wings Resort, but then it eventually flies over the friggin' flat uh, sprite of the island from uh, one of the islands from the Super Nintendo game. Like, they didn't mess with it or anything. It's just like, here it is. He's <laughs> just flying over it in this realistic plane with this like mode seven flat effect. It's great. Man, Smash Brothers is great. So here's Light Plane. Another, it, I love this song. I love this song so much. Uh, so here you go. Enjoy it.
<laughs> What's fun about this soundtrack in particular, and uh, I'll get to a little bit more detail on it in the next track, but these songs uh, have fascinated me to listen to as a soundtrack for the last, like, I don't know, 10 years or so, or however long I've had these songs as songs to just listen to on their own that have been ripped from the game because you never hear this music without the sound of an engine or something mm. uh, during the game. So you're always yeah. kind of missing the, that overall clarity. So hearing these in this kind of clarity is all, will always tickle me. And this song is just so... It's I love the bass line, you know? It's... Yeah. It... it this music is so very god i don't know what the word i'm looking for is it's like it has such a unique flavor to it but it's also chill but also so complex at the same time i mean not just the baseline but listen to the 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 drums in in most of these songs just listen to the drums they're so rarely something straightforward like a beat like a you know a a snare on the two and the four or something like that it's it's just not that they're these very kind of progressive beats that are just kind of all over the map and it really comes together to form this kind of very relaxing but very exciting uh i guess almost lounge music you know what i mean but not not in a bad (laughs) way you know uh i'm i'm at a loss for proper words i'm just kind of babbling at this point but I, i just i love this music i love this music there's um let me see. Let's see if I can maybe babble my way through this too. There's something inherently like wonderful about these songs for this particular game. Cause, you know, when it comes to games like um SimCity, you know, nonviolent games we were talking about earlier, it's I think it's um it might be a tougher task to make music that accompanies a game that for all intents and purposes doesn't really have um a lot of action, if any at all. Mm-hmm. Um, make a soundtrack that's interesting, but then you have to like you have to walk a tightrope where it's like, you know, it's very easy to fall into like Muzak or elevator music. You know, where someone's gonna sit there and go like, "Ah, oh, this music's so cheesy." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what we get here, and I think that's why I use the word wonderful because I think this music is just like it's just simply delightful <laughs> you know what i mean like you just listen to it and you're like man this is, this is pretty good stuff and yeah like uh you had mentioned just a moment ago about like listening to this music but without the game sound effects because mm-hmm. you know m- not many well i don't know I'm, I, i'll take that back because it's come to my attention there are quite a few uh video game music enthusiasts who <laughs> listen to soundtracks on a regular basis um but, you know, the average player doesn't think twice about that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, like, uh, again, testament to just the composition and everything of just just the, um, just being able to, like, look at the game, look at the type of game and, and be able to. Uh, what's the word like cohesive? That's it hmm. to make a cohesive soundtrack for a game uh, of this type. You know what? What music would you listen to while skydiving or a hang glider? You know what I mean? Like, well, this is what I would listen to now because I can't think of anything else. Well, speaking of what music you'd listen to while skydiving, that's the next track. Hey. 
and uh, <laughs> it's it's a masterful piece of music, and it really does hit the. Uh, there's something about it that just kind of reminds me of the lack of control you have. You know what I mean? Mm. Like all the other things, you're piloting some sort of vehicle, and this one, it's just you're controlling yourself to the best of your ability while falling. Yep. And uh, this has a really, really, this has a really great rhythm to it. Also, this particular piece, um, excuse me. Before uh, before tonight, I had versions of this music that I had found online. A decade ago or something. I, I have no idea how long ago, but it was a long time ago. And um, I went searching for the uh, fuller, a, a newer, more full version of the soundtrack because I didn't have a couple of the tracks, some of my less favorite tracks in the game. I didn't have those already. So I figured, well, let's complete this so I can play them on the show. And I wound up finding this version of the soundtrack that has the songs... I guess more direct, directly ripped, because what I was listening to before, I'm realizing now, wasn't just playing the song as it's written from beginning outward. They were picking up at the loop point as if that was the beginning of the track, which is why there's always been this sort of weird way that the, the tracks start to me. Like, they never really started exactly on rhythm, if you know what I mean. Like, there was always something very, 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 very minorly off. And mm-hmm. I just assumed that was just the way that it was ripped out of the game or something. And I'd never find any better because it's, you know, it's a Super Nintendo game. Who's going to put in the effort? Apparently somebody did because uh, <laughs> yesterday when I found this music, I realized that two of the tracks have intros to them that I've never actually heard before, at least never what? heard with this clarity. So the skydiving track starts without the bass line. Which you will never know because uh, if you listen to it just in the game, because you hear the start of the music comes with the helicopter sound, no matter what. So the beginning of the beginning of the song is always going to be obscured by the sound of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. But hearing it here, it actually starts without the bass line, and then everything comes in with this little drum fill, and it's it's super cool. And this is just such a wonderful song. So let's go ahead and listen to it. Here is Skydiving, unobscured by sound effects and helicopters <laughs> from Pilot Wings. Enjoy. Skydiving. Well, you've been skydiving. What do you think? How did it do? (laughs) 
pales in comparison to the actual experience. Um, I'm I'm now trying to compare that to actual skydiving, and I haven't stopped. Um, the track itself is is a lot of fun, actually. The uh, I guess if I had to break it into common song terms, like the verse part, mm-hmm. it's it sits really funny with me because like it feels like everything is almost out of sync but when you or when i was listening to each part like i was trying to home in on one part at a time to see kind of how it's it's fitting it the baseline is like first of all the baseline's great but like the composition the actual baseline um but the baseline sits in strange places yeah, the timing of it is so yeah. weird. Yeah. It's not actually landing on the thirds. It's like slightly mm-hmm. off timing. And it's it's, it's on the in, as opposed to it being like a one and a two, it's on the one uh, it's like on the ands. And that's not you know how uh, normally you would hear this sort of stuff. And so that was like that was tripping me out a little bit and then like I would shift over to the um, once I finally you know you, you lock it in you're like oh like okay I see what they're doing and then I would shift over to the drums and I'm like wait no I lost it again <laughs> you know it's it's very strange but then it hits that chorus and it all comes together and I think mm-hmm. if if I had to <laughs> I used to hate this in school when you'd read a book and they'd be like what did the author mean by this and I would always think like he probably didn't mean anything by it he probably just wanted to write a scene where this happened and it doesn't have any hidden meanings so stop reading into it but. <laughs> I digress because if I had to read into this, I would say as someone who went skydiving and maybe as uh, some of our listeners who have done it can attest the idea of like hurtling out of a plane, perfectly good plane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, And when you go the first time you have to do tandem. So you have someone strapped to your back and uh, they're in, you know, they're in charge. You're, you're really just like, you're putting yourself in the hands of the universe, you know, and when you go hurtling to the earth, everything's just, it's its crazy. You just, you don't, you're not ready for it. Just, the air is blowing by you, you know. But once you hit the chute, the noise clears up, and it's the most peaceful thing you'll ever experience in your life. Because you're so far above the earth, you're so far above the noise, you're in the clouds. I flew through a cloud, actually. It's pretty cool. fun. Uh, cool. just, just in case anyone's wondering, it tastes like rain. It tastes the it tastes the way rain smells, um, but but you get this everything kind of clicks, and you're up there and you can kind of see the curve of the earth and you know depending on where you're at you could see all kinds of things. We were up kind of upstate New York and it's just nice you know uh, trees and you know fields and things. It's just beautiful. So I'd say that that chorus part or excuse me, that verse part is very chaotic, the way you're just like, why am I doing this? Oh my god, oh my god, this is all weird to me. And then you hit the, the chorus, and it's like, oh, wow, this is why I did that. You know, it's chaotic, and it comes together. And then, at the same time, that second pass of the verse into the chorus, or what I'm calling the verse into the chorus, there's a rising note that is nowhere else, and just goes, and I was like, wait what <laughs> it just caught me off guard but that was really super cool like something so simple too and it's just like oh all right that's that's pretty interesting yeah i think what i've that was really interesting insight as far as like the the difference between when you when you pull your shoot and when you're falling to begin with mm-hmm. that first part 
is um I've always felt like it kind of it is definitely chaotic. You're you're 100% right there, but it also seems like it's kind of focusing on the majesty of what you're seeing. Like mm-hmm. look how far you can see. Look how high up you yeah. are. This is crazy. And the, and the way that music works is just kind of it's the chaos, it's the stress of you're falling just as fast as possible. Yep. But also just focusing on the majesty and then like as it comes to get as the music comes together is typically kind of close to where they want you to start pulling your shoot and that's where the drum beat becomes more stable the song itself becomes more stable mm-hmm. and it's a it's it's a really neat pairing with the gameplay i like it yeah like i was saying before it's you know about composing a, a soundtrack for a game that's you know of this type but how do you do that without Again, being cheesy, you know, getting pointed at and saying that's music, that's, you know, elevated music stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it's just, it's the wherewithal to look at the, to look at the game itself and, and make that decision, that distinction rather. Well, this next song's a pretty, uh, pretty decent left turn, much like the stages <laughs> that it takes place in. Um, so, this next song is Rocket Belt, and it is a very inherently goofy song uh, where you start hearing this main instrument that's uh reminds <laughs> me of uh, a sound that you'd hear on the rugrats soundtrack when you're <laughs> you ever watch the old rugrats cartoon uh which i think uh mark mothersbaugh was involved in the uh the music i know he at least wrote the theme but it's it's a very weird sound effect <laughs> and uh it's all over this track I, I don't i don't think this particular thing exists right like the rocket belt. I know different versions of jetpacks exist, but I feel like you can't go to a flight school and use a rocket belt. <laughs> Not any flight school I've ever been to. Uh, either way, this is one. This is a delightfully strange track. I love it. Here's rocket belt. Enjoy. <laughs> I love these stages so much. 
I love them, and I love... <laughs> I love, like, the weird circles you get into when you're trying to land. Like, uh, I always try to go for the bonus stages by landing on the moving platforms, and it's just, like... I'm always spinning around and spinning around. I These stages are so ridiculous and fun. I love them. I remember having such anxiety. Like, of all the the things you could do in this game, this was the one that I was just like, oh, man, come on. And just being so, like, uh, just, I don't know, over it maybe? I don't know. <laughs> just But just playing him and being like, do I have to do this? This is hard. <laughs> it, they were, they were rough. Um, it was one of the it was one of the harder ones to get a, get a handle on, really. But yeah, I, once I got used to it, I really loved it. Like I could do them really quickly. I really loved doing these stages. The ones I never got a hang on, a handle on how to properly do are the next ones we'll listen to. But right, that. That um synthesized vocalization that we we're oh. laughing at—that's uh that's something else, huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> a that is a unique sound. Yeah, uh, it cracks me up. I love it. <laughs> it took me. I, I got it. This is, I I have like such a strange. It took me to such a strange memory many years ago when I was like in my first band. Um, the uh, guitarist of the band and I were still very good friends. We would hang out a lot, and uh, he wanted to go into the city, so we went to a Sam Ash or whatever. And I remember at the time, this new keyboard had come out, and it was boasting how, like, its patches were like, oh, they sound so real and stuff. And we were waiting to be helped, so we were just kind of standing there, and this guy was doing a... This, the store clerk was doing a demo, and he had some, like, you know, pre-programmed drum pattern playing, and he had an electric guitar patch, and he started to, like, air quotes, wail... <laughs> you know, and he's like, but it, you know, it didn't sound like an electric guitar, but he was like so convinced, you know, and I just remember like thinking like, nah, dude, you're not there yet. And then it, the reason I remember that is because this vocalization synthesized part reminded me, I was like, like, look, I, I appreciate this and I can see someone in a studio just like, I I'm just going to freestyle. We'll just, just. We'll figure it out. And then he just does it and he's like yeah, making guitar faces like you know, and like like making like John uh Eric Clapton faces like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was nailing it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And I apologize, that was such a random tangent, but that's what goes on inside my head. I'm sorry. Sorry I'm not sorry, actually. Oh boy. <sighs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 keep going to yes. uh, oh another one of these. Oh, this song. This is one of those songs that I'll I'll put on to help myself sleep at night. I love this song. It's such a pretty song, and uh, it's 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 for the hang glider stages, which is I've never been super great at landing this thing. I've just these stages are just so hard to to control, and it's just like the wing cap in Mario sixty four. I'm simply not good at it. <laughs> but, uh, I've gotten good enough to ace them, but not good enough where I feel like I'm doing it completely on purpose. But uh, anyway, this is another one of those songs that has a uh, an intro you, you have probably never heard before unless you have this soundtrack downloaded, uh, where the the notes that it goes through for the first little measure are just different from the rest of the song. And it's a really nice little surprise to hear because 
now I want to boot up the game and, and try to listen for it because it's it's so over overpowered by the sound of the plane that's carrying your hang glider that you just don't really hear it. But um, now that I have heard it, I don't think I can unhear it. And it's a really delightful little thing. So here's hang glider. Enjoy. I just don't even know where to start. It's, you know what it is that that really sticks out to me in that song is the drums, how they're so. It's like all snare, right? It's like, yeah, basically, it's just such a weird rhythm, and and it's 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 snare and kick drum. There doesn't appear to be any cymbals. It's just like, it's just like this constant no, not noise. It's just this, this constant rhythm that's running. And but it's not like a train rhythm, you know, or like a super military sounding thing. It's just like this different volume snare drum hits that sounds so unique and so pleasant. This the the song just it soars like it's <laughs> for lack of a better term. I mean, it's about riding in a hang glider, and it just feels like soaring. It's it's a beautiful piece of music. I love it. Uh, you know, I I don't know if I've been doing the show long enough, if we've been friends long enough, or I'm slowly losing my mind. But I know exactly what you mean when you say it's soaring. There's um, there's definitely this uh, mental image, or maybe even a feeling inside that I get when I hear it too, and it makes me think of like, you know, I'm I'm soaring through the clouds. I'm I'm you know floating through the air. Um, so I absolutely get what you're saying. Um, yeah, that drum is the only word I could think of while you were trying to explain it was like unrelenting, but that to me implies, um, you know, the stuff we would talk, we would say when we were talking about like boss battles or, um, you know, lava levels or whatever. Um, but for this, it's, it's not the same unrelenting you would get from that aforementioned stuff it's um, like relentlessly soothing <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of our second album <laughs> relentlessly soothing <laughs> 
We need a band name, though. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's like if you took that drum pattern and put it against something else, like something more aggressive, it would be very aggressive, right? Unrelenting, relentless, like we're saying. But then against like these these synthesizers and stuff, it just it doesn't have the same effect, which is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, because you can. I remember when I was a teenager, and I I was really starting to listen to music for music. You know what I mean? I started buying my own records and things like that. And I remember hearing a a drum pattern from like an old doo wop song, and I thought, "Oh wow, that's so cool, man! I don't I don't think I've ever heard that pattern before, right?" And then, like a week later, I was listening to Nirvana's "Nevermind" at some point, and I was like, "That's the same drum!" Like it didn't occur to me, you know, at the time that there's only but so many, there's only a, but so many, like a finite, you know, number of chord progressions of drum patterns, and so on and so forth, right? And I remember just thinking, "Oh my god," you know, like what? So this is that thing where it's like. It's the same drum pattern. It was from a doo-wop song, you know, and the doo-wop song is very light, you know? And then now Nirvana's got it, and it's like, whoa, that's kind of it's kind of aggressive and messy, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's relentlessly soothing is probably the best description I've heard for anything ever. All right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, well, you have no choice, really. <laughs> Fair enough. Especially All if you right. want to progress. Well, uh, this next track is one that I heard a lot while playing this game. This is the <laughs> song. This is the song you hear when you fail. Uh, so uh. When you crash, you just don't get enough points. This is the sound of your uh, your uh, instructor either being angry or disappointed in you. So here's thirty seven seconds of sadness. Enjoy. some part about that is it could absolutely be like a, a stage music or something I think but even in your failure it's obscenely nice to you like hey man like look you didn't do great this time but don't worry you, you'll get them next time yeah it's like ah uh, that's kind of a bummer but it's gonna be alright you know like yeah. yeah you're not gonna get certified today but but maybe you will tomorrow <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, oh man, don't, like, don't let it get you down, dude. Everything's gonna be alright. <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody to say that to me. Like, that's gonna be alright. <laughs> well, that was bad points. Let's switch over to good points. Here's the good hey. version. Here's when you do you do well, and uh, they they're all excited about how well you did. So here's good points. Enjoy.
that doesn't cheer you up, I don't know what will, right? Seriously. That's just like encouragement, the song. <laughs> the first single off of Relentlessly Soothing. Encouragement, the song. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, God. It's so good. I loved... Um, I always thought it was really cool when when you would do this game and you'd get the good points and it would you'd get a good score and it'd be like, yeah, way to go, man. This is great. And like, depending on how well you did, your um, instructor's faces would be more enthusiastic, right? Like, they'd be like, you know, looking at you and cracking a smile or they'd be like, like really smiling. Like, hey, you did pretty great. But if you got a perfect score, their faces would go nuts. Like, um... Tony would get these gigantic cartoonish round eyes. Uh, Shirley's eyes would turn into like just literal straight black lines. The um, uh, what's it? Uh, Lance, his eyes would like be spinning around in different directions. Like he was like completely dumbfounded. And of course, Big Al would lose. Like he always had the same face. You know, the the aviator sunglasses and then just a scowl. But if you nailed that perfect score, he'd like. The aviators would be gone. He'd be crying, just tears pouring down his face. That's great. Wonderful. I don't, I don't know that I ever scored perfect scores, so a lot of these seem very foreign to me. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. I, I recommend looking them up. They're, they're very interesting sprites. All right, so the next track we're going to be listening to is Bonus Game. During the throughout the course of the game, there are uh, in the hang gl- no not the hang gliding stage in the rocket belt stage and the skydiving stage. There are moving platforms, and if you land on these moving platforms, you uh, get all the points that you got during the stage. And then instead of your landing points, you get this bonus these bonus stage points, um, and it can go extraordinarily well for you, where you get just crazy off the wall scores. You can get certified without even finishing all the courses uh, sometimes, which is kind of fun. And highly uh, irresponsible. Highly irresponsible. (laughs) These courses are uh, complete lunacy. Either you are some sort of thing with giant bird wings and you're bouncing on trampolines into a pool of water, or you're a penguin that is jumping off of a ridiculously high diving board into the water. Yeah, I've they're, never I've never seen these ever. They're super weird, uh, but they're really fun and they're uh, they, they're just cool little things and this music definitely reflects that and it's also the return of the bois. So here's bonus <laughs> game. Enjoy. <laughs>
That is a delightfully silly little song, huh? Uh, to go with apparently very silly levels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about this one other than it's got those really unique drums. The... Like, the clicky kind of kind of sound that's like, oh, it's not really a drum roll, it's almost like a rubbing a stick across something bumpy. It's it's just a neat little sound that uh, rolls through this bizarre track for these bizarre bonus stages, and it, it it's unlike, it's simultaneously unlike and fits right in with everything in the rest of the soundtrack. It's pretty cool. It's again. It goes back to what I was saying. It's just like reading the feed. Like, just what do you? You know, they put something in front of uh, the composer, and they're like, "Score that." And it's like, um, okay. You got a penguin, and then there's a bird person. I've got it. <laughs> I know just the thing. Nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. I have something in my back pocket for just such an occasion. <laughs> Where's my bois machine? <laughs> <laughs> the blah machine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We might be circling a drain on a band name. This, this, uh, this is not going well. Actually, I think it, de- I think it depends on what side of that uh, conversation you're on. But That's anyway. true. This could be going great. But, uh... yeah. <laughs> but it's us, so it's not. Well, we've got two songs left, and uh, they're not my favorites. They're certainly not bad pieces of music but they're not as fun because this is where the game takes a strange turn yeah where it's this relatively light-hearted flight school experience after you get through all four stages then you the flight instructors are like kidnapped by some sort of like evil organization oh man they have a they have like one of those acronym names like shield i think it's like scowl or something like that it's (laughs) hilarious i gotta look that up while we're listening to it but um so big al is just like hey your instructors have been captured by the enemy and uh you gotta get in this helicopter because you're the flight school student with the highest score and you gotta go rescue him what yeah where did (laughs) that come from so you get in a helicopter and you gotta fly a helicopter and you gotta you're being shot at and you gotta dodge the shots and you gotta you have your own missiles and you gotta blow up the little stations where you're being shot at from and manage your fuel and it's a, it, they're they're fun stages they're hard stages because it's like one hit and you're out like that's it um but they're really interesting and you've gotta like you have to kind of navigate this giant map without getting shot down to find where you're supposed to land uh, to, to save everybody. So, I don't know, man. It's neat. So, first off, we're going to listen to Secret Command, which is uh, them telling you about the secret mission. So, here is Secret Command. Enjoy.
it's definitely dire. <laughs> yeah, it gets very... The, the tone definitely changes. Yeah, it's a real, uh, real hard left turn there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I can't find the name of these of, of the terrorist organization. I gotta look up a YouTube video or something. This is gonna drive me nuts. Anyway, I don't have a lot to say about that track. Um, but uh, the next song, again, huge tonal shift from the rest of the game, but it's a good tune. Like it's a really. It's it's got much like Secret Command, a much more militaristic feel to it. It's the last track we're gonna listen to tonight, um, and it has the right level of gravity to it. It is, I don't know, it's it's an interesting piece of music. So, let's go ahead and give it a listen. Here is Helicopter from Pilot Wings. Enjoy.
like that song. It's, it is so tonally different from everything else in the game, which is why it just kind of sticks out to me as something I don't usually listen to on my own. Plus, it's also pretty stressful thinking about, like, how many times I've gotten so far on those levels. And, you know, I've never really... It took me a while to figure out how exactly to get to where you're supposed to be in the first place. And then you'd get all the way there, and then you'd get shot down and be like, Oh, I gotta start all over again! <laughs> but there's also the whole thing of where you get shot down, and everything just spins. Like, you get hit, and then the the stage spins and spins and spins until you just blow up and you crash. It's, it's a pretty neat effect. It's also the evil syndicate. Yep. They are evil. Uh, so let, let's see. Uh, Big Al. We have... <laughs> I just love this so much. We have some bad news. Tony, Lance, and Shirley, while en route to Izanu Island, were captured by the evil syndicate based there. For political reasons, our military authorities cannot attempt rescue. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> just... What? Yeah. You are the only flight club member whose rating is near what is required for operating the rescue helicopter. Will you go? <laughs> you have the option to say, no, I won't do it. I don't remember what happens when you say, uh, no, I won't do it. But uh... <laughs> that was that was my first question. Is, I don't remember this. What What happens? I feel like it just kind of forces you to do it anyway. Like he just keeps asking until you say yes. Right. Oh, let's see. There was there was also a second one, um, except this this the second time you have to do it at night. Uh, let's see. Secret command. Lately, the evil syndicate has grown. They now have kidnapped a government VIP that opposes them. Our agent has penetrated their hideout, and they await your rescue from the heliport tonight. Please, he is my brother. <laughs> dun dun dun. Sure thing, Big Al. Sure thing. I like the sec. I like this the second one at night too because I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's easier to see the laser fire or whatever is shooting at you from the ground because mm. everything's everything's dark and that stuff glows. But also you have this cool little uh, like floodlight effect coming out of the, the front of your helicopter while you're while you're flying the mission. It's, it's pretty pretty sweet. I have to look these up. I definitely don't remember this. I mean, you know, they were they weren't super easy to get to. So you'd get through the game. You'd go through all four of the, the flight schools, and then you'd do the helicopter mission, and then the game would start over again on, like, the expert mode. And so mm-hmm. you'd have to go through all four flight schools again, and then you'd have to go through the second helicopter mission where you have to rescue Big Al's brother. And then you get the, the, the ending where, you know, you get the you get the pilot wings, the uh, uh-huh. and recognition of deeds above and beyond the call of duty. You are awarded top honors and golden pilot's wings. Yeah. And then, like, there's this whole bit where you're walking past a bunch of soldiers who are saluting you, and then you get a medal, I think. And <laughs> Big Al, like, shakes your hand. And... Good time. No, he doesn't <laughs> shake your hand. He just looks at you. What a jerk. What a jerk. You saved Big his he... brother. He think he'd give you, like, a high five or a hamburger or something. <laughs> Seriously. Even Ronald Reagan took you out for a hamburger after you beat bad dudes. So come on, Thank Big Al. Thank you. Pony up. Pony up indeed. <laughs> Jerk. Good times. I love this game. <laughs> Top to bottom, floor to ceiling. I love this game. It's such a strange... It's such a strange game because we spent we spent a good amount of time talking about how the game is not 
violent. And then you have to go in a helicopter and, you know. Blow stuff up. Blow stuff up, right, exactly. I mean, to be fair, you don't actually have to blow stuff up, but it's nigh impossible if you don't blow stuff up. Because you get to the helipad and, like, it's not just the gun turrets that are shooting at you. There's hidden ones in the woods, too. So you got to, like, watch where they're shooting from and then get your reticle over them and blow those up. Because once you take all those out, then it's just a matter of, like, well, all right, now I can just land however I want. And then you do. (laughs) Does the helicopter make that actual sound? It does, yes. Oh, I must have missed that. It's very weird. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's gonna wind it up. You got any final thoughts? Uh, I do not. Um, yeah, no, I do not. Well, I just say thank you for choosing this game. Uh, I-, I love it so very much, um, and I really need to spend more time with its sequels. I just spent a lot of time with Pilot Wings on 3DS, but it was one of those like I'm just gonna take my time with this and play it mm-hmm. every you know once a week or something like that. I don't know that I ever finished that one, but I did spend a put a decent chunk of time into that one. That's a really good game. Pilot Wings 64 is the one that I didn't spend much time on because I couldn't get a hold of it when it first mm-hmm. came out, and then just kind of everything else piled up and it's never been re-released on a virtual console so well i've had plenty of opportunities to replay this one pilot wing 64 i've just never really had a chance to put the hours into but there's um oh god that n64 promotional vhs tape that they mailed out to people where i first saw super mario 64 in action and it made my mind explode the second game they show in there is pilot wing 64 and the hang glider music from Pilot Wing 64 is is just uh, just beautiful. It's just amazingly good. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get to Pilot Wing 64 one of these days. But that's not the next episode. Nope. Join us next time when Matt and I will be listening to the music of Tetris 2 for NES. Yeah, that's right. There's a rando pick for you. It's my pick, and I, I was just doing I was doing the Matt thing. I was like, oh, I don't know. Where do I want to go next? What do I yeah. want to listen to next? And I was scrolling through, and I was like, Tetris 2. I swear, this is, it, it's wonderful music, and I feel like this game's soundtrack in particular, the game in general, but the soundtrack in particular is is, is over is underrated. It's overlooked. And there's really solid music in here, and I'm really looking forward to the episode. There you go. There you go. All right, we here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can, and we have a couple of ways to, to do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manners of stuff related to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback on Facebook. And of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at While you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. We're going to leave you tonight with the ending music. It's actually going to be three tracks kind of pieced together to make one sort of ending piece. Uh, it is, it is, you know, <laughs> not too far removed stylistically from that helicopter uh, segment, so it's not so much the wonderful, soaring, good-time, feely vibes that we've gotten for the front half of the soundtrack and, and kind of more of that slightly more somber bit at the end. But it's still, it's solid music, so... Enjoy it, and we'll see you next time for some Tetris 2. Have a great night.